Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. You can't stop me. Okay, okay, that's good. Get it in anytime. Get it in anytime. Yeah. You can't stop me. Strong. Take a stand. You do just what he said. Good morning, good morning. Uh, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. See y'all coming in. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your hostess with the mostest. And that was Warrior by Canton Jones. That's from his CD, Access Granted. That CD is old, but like one of my favorites. Uh, One of my favorites. Uh, One of my all-time favorites. So welcome to Coffee and Conversations this morning. Glad to be back. Took a day or two off just to get refreshed and restored. And we are back in this thing. I see you over there, Lisa. So good morning. Welcome, welcome, everybody. We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. And a little bit later, we will be uploaded to our podcast station, Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, as well as multiple other outlets everywhere. So I welcome you this morning and I am so, so grateful to be here with you. I got a new chair. So if y'all see me spinning, I got to get acclimated to my new chair. One of my sisters bought me a new chair. I wanted a purple chair. And so she bought me a new chair. Oh, and so it spins. And unfortunately, in some ways, I have kid-like behavior, so I'm here spinning in this chair. So good morning and welcome. We're getting ready to get started this morning. We have a few prayer targets we're going to pray over. Um, we're going to pray for stress, the government, and we're going to pray about parental relationships, especially moms. Um, I was up this morning meditating about our prayer targets for today. And those were the three things that the Holy Spirit gave me. Um, I want to talk to you just a little bit about stress before we get into all the scriptures. One of the things that we're praying against or casting back to the pits of hell or dealing with this morning is stress. Um, Stress is intensive, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. That's what stress is. Intensive, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. It's usually accompanied by anxiety, rapid heartbeat, lack of sleep, tiredness, all of those things go with stress today. if you are in a continual or a um, everyday level of stress, 
um, or or living with stress or high levels of stress, then what that says to us is, is that stress indicates there's an underlying resolve or an issue and it hasn't been resolved yet. Sometimes we think we're praying or dealing with stress um, and we're not actually dealing with it. Uh, if we are pray worrying, that's what I call it, pray worrying. If we are pray worrying where we're constantly praying about something, but not allowing that issue to cast cares or be resolved with God, um, then that doesn't mean that we are not stressed. So as I was studying, I always study everything I'm praying against. I study everything that I'm praying against because I want to know what the tactic of the enemy is. And so stress impacts your ability to work. Stress impacts your ability to maintain relationships. Stress also usually leads to the abuse of alcohol, other substances, um, other addictions. Uh, when you are stressed, you feel sad or slowed down. Ultimately, you could feel suicidal. And also, if you are stressed, you are unable to complete some of your daily activities. And so you would rather go to bed versus um, doing some of the things that you would like to do. And so the Lord told me to identify stress this morning. We're going to pray against stress this morning. If you know that you have been living with high levels of stress or stressed out, that is not of God. Um, God did not mean for you to be under pressure. He didn't mean for you to be under pressure. Um, God didn't mean for you to be in these high intense situations, always trying to figure something out. Stress is an attack of the enemy. Um, it wants to couple you with anxiety. We know Philippians says, be anxious for nothing. Everything in everything to God in prayer, everything to pray God in prayer. And so today we're going to pray against stress. So you know if that's for you or not. Do you know if that's for you or not? Intensive, excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations, food, clothing, your children, your future persistent worry, persistently being worried, being stressed out. Um, it's usually coupled with anxiety. And because most of us are born or apt to think in this modern day society, then we think that stress is normal and stress is not normal. And we are not supposed to be in continual states of stress. So jot that down, pray, talk to the Holy Spirit about your stress. We're going to cast and deal with the spirit of stress right now. If that is you and you know you've been living stressful, you know you've been living stressful, today is the day that you need to identify, wait a minute, the stress and the pressure that I've been under is not normal. It's my oil. It's not normal. That's not normal. That is not the way the Lord intended me to live. I'm not going to live stressed out. I'm not going to live uh overwhelmed and I'm going to live, not going to live consumed. And then we're going to pray against this governmental foolishness. I'm not calling anybody a fool. I'm saying the enemy has wanted us, this government to be divided. And so we're going to pray against that. And we're going to pray for your parental relationships to re be restored, especially your mothers. Some of you are so fractured by things that happened with your mothers. 
whether they're living or not living. And it's time for those relationships to be repaired and restored so that you can become mental health, mentally healthy, so that you can deal with those soul hurts, so that you can walk in the fullness of what God had called you to be. So do me a favor, share the video right now. Let's go on and get in position and let's pray. I need everybody in agreement, right? And we get ready to pray. Father God, we thank you, first of all, for this day. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for giving us the activities of our limbs. We thank you for clothing us in our right mind, Lord God. We thank you for girding us with truth. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We cancel the assignment of the enemy off our lives for speaking lies into our ears, for having us in a perpetual state of stress, anxious, worried, overwhelmed, and consumed by what the day should bring. We bind him back to the gates of hell from which it came. We uproot it. We pluck it out. We serve stress notice. Stress, you no longer belong in our lives. We cancel you back to the gates of hell from which you came. And we uplift the glory of Lord, the peace that passes all understanding. And we thank you, Holy Spirit. You are going and going and doing the greater work in us. Stress, you cannot live here no more. You cannot live here anymore. You cannot exist in the lives of the people anymore. You, you cannot dwell amongst the people anymore. We cast down these high rates of stress. We cast them into the sea. We cast them back to the pits of hell from which they came. We bind them back to the pits of hell and we loose them from our lives. We thank you, Father God. We bind peace to our lives. We bind the mind of Christ to our lives and we receive, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, our peace, hmm, your love and your joy that should remain in our life. We pray for our government right now. We thank you, Father God, that this spirit of division in our government is uprooted. <laughs> it's uprooted and it no longer has an effect right now in the name of Jesus that it's uprooted and it no longer has an effect right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father God, for your Holy Ghost, your ministering angels, your laborers going into the field working in the federal government right now, speaking to our president, speaking to our House of Representatives, speaking to our Senate, Father God, right now in the advocates, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, even though the workers may be few, Lord God, that they are in the fields laboring and ready. We thank you, ministering angels, for going before us, going to our government. Now, Father God, we cast down the spirit of strife in our parental relationships. Strife, you cannot exist here any longer. We bind you back to the gates of hell. We call forth 
healthy relationships with our mothers, healthy relationships with our mothers, Lord God. Let there be peace in those relationships. Let there be forgiveness in those relationships, Lord God. Let there be a sound mind operating in those relationships. We call forth restoration in the relationships with mothers this morning. Well, all parents, but especially our mothers, Lord God, we thank you that a spirit of forgiveness, Lord God. We thank you that the Holy Ghost is working in those relationships, that the angels are ministering in the ears, Father God, of the children, but of also the mothers. And we call forth restoration. That has been a satanic attack on our lives, on our communities. And we declare today, Father God, that any unresolved issues are resolved. And the Holy Ghost is working in those relationships in such a mighty way angels go forth. <laughs> angels do our bidding and go and restore those relationships. We break the stronghold of strife in our family relationships, especially with our mothers. And we thank you, Lord God, that today is the day of redemption. Today is the day of redemption in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Today is the day of redemption. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, 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 amen. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the prayer targets this morning. We thank you that you've heard every prayer request. We thank you, Lord God. Now, Holy Ghost, go and do the work today in those relationships. We thank you, Father God, that the government is up live and active. It's up live and active. It's up live and active. And we thank you, Father God, that we are operating and walking in stress-free lives. Stress is not, I don't care if it's good stress. I don't care if you're opening up a new business. Stress is not of God. Stress is not of God. That is not from God. That is not from God. I, I, it is not. I promise you it is not. I thank you, Lord God, for all that you're going to do in those broken relationships. Some of y'all need to be healed in your relationships with your mothers so that you can go forth and have healthy relationships with other people. Those have been soul hurts that you have been experienced and that fracture has been so great and that wound has been so overwhelming that it's kept you from walking in the fullness. You can't even have other healthy relationships because this wound with your mother has been so damaging. So I'm calling for the restoration in your family relationships today. And I'm thanking Lord, the Lord God for it. And I'm thanking that that spirit of stress is off and broken off your life right now in Jesus name. Amen. Right now in Jesus name. Amen. We have been in the study of Ephesians and we are getting ready to go over into uh, Philippians, into Philippi. And we talked about the armor of God and man, I felt the power of that. Can I tell y'all something? You God, you can receive healing. God can move and it's not a feeling or a sensation. I felt the power of that prayer. I felt the power of God working in our lives, restoring relationships. I can still feel that power, that healing power and virtue of what God is doing in our lives and going to do in our lives. So in that um, we're going to, we're concluding our study on Ephesians. We're concluding all our study on Ephesians. And then we're getting ready to go into uh, Philippians. And I know me too, Elle, me too. Philippians and 
talk and watch this journey with Paul and talk about his journey. He was in prison in Ephesians where we were, and he's in prison in Philippians. And so we're going to do this. One of the first things I want you to know, I want to share this little bit of scripture, but God has to bring, God has to bring his promises to completion. God, listen carefully to what I'm telling you. God has to bring his promises to completion. God cannot tell you something. He cannot promise you something and it not happen. And I know the gates and forces of hell will tell you differently. And people will tell you because it's taking so long. It is not God's will for you. But I'm telling you, that's bull crap. That is not lined up with the word. God has to bring his promises to completion. He has to, the promise of his word. And so you have to get the resolve in your heart. And I think that's why some of you have been living in stress at the level that you've been living in stress is because you think it's on you and it's not on you that God is more than enough. God is more than the people in your life. God is more than your job. God is more than your current situation. That's that's the resolve you got to come to today. See, a lot of y'all thought the new year started in 2019, but actually your new year has already started. For me, a new year starts when my new birth comes. When I come into another year, another birthday, another year for me has already began. So my new year doesn't start in 2019. My new year has already began. And so God is a God. He has to bring things to completion. And we're going to learn this when we get into Philippians, that he has to bring in things into completion. But if the enemy has you consumed or overwhelmed or um, downtrodden or just you won't think God is a God of a completion. You won't think God is a God of completion because what he usually does is he has you so consumed by your current situations. You've already forgotten about the things that he's already completed for you, in you, and with you. You've already forgotten that. You forgot what he's already done because you're so consumed by what's happening right now. And what's happening right now is just a part of the story. We know Romans 8 and 28 says all things work together for the good. He's working the good in every situation. So mark that, note that today. Note that for yourself today. God has to bring his promises to completion and then ask yourself, what has God promised me? What has God promised me? Even if it doesn't look like it's working, what has God promised me? So let's get into a few scriptures today. This is Ephesians 6 and 19. One, it says, and pray for me too. Paul is saying, ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. That was, and I titled today's message, The Jews and the Gentiles. I need you to do me a favor. As you are in your journey, make sure you understand that this gospel isn't just for you. This gospel, the good news, uh, is the, the kingdom. We're talking kingdom now. This gospel, this good news is of kingdom. This is God's plan. Uh, Drake said, God's plan, God's plan. This is God's plan. This is about God's plan. And so as we 
make this journey into Paul teaching and we're looking, this gospel is not just for those of us that are saved. This is not just for a particular group of people. This gospel, this good news is for everyone. That's why we got to put it everywhere. That's why I always ask y'all to share coffee and conversations. It's not about Lakeisha. It's about spreading the good news. People got to, if you could spread bad stuff, you can spread good news. So the gospel is about good news. This is Paul talking to us about Jesus' death, the cross, and the resurrection process to restore our relationship with God. People are already broken enough that in this next season of their life, they don't need anybody talking to them about all their messed up hiccups, blicks, blips, how jacked they jacked up. That's good. We're going to recognize sin for what it is, but we're going to teach people righteousness. We're going to teach people love. We're going to share love. So this gospel, this good news is for absolutely everybody. So don't get pious in your actions, in your thoughts, and your deeds as you are moving up the ladder or drawing closer to God, forgetting that this gospel is for everybody or withholding the gospel only to people that you think will receive it. You don't know what you may share that will bring someone to the light of Christ. Miracle signs and wonders are not necessarily for believers. They're for those who don't believe. They're for those who don't believe. So in this journey and what we're going to be studying over these next few weeks or few days, remember that the gospel is for everybody. And the good news is about our resurrection and our relationship with, with God. But it, we're also going to be talking about the descent of the Holy Spirit and how important the Holy Spirit. See, this is kingdom talk. These are faith principles. This is a different language. This ain't church. This ain't church. So I want to share that with you. So this, the good news is for the Gentiles. You got to remember that that's for the gentle change of night. Cause I'm going to tell you what happens often when we start drawing, drawing into a closer relationship with God, we kind of get haughty. We kind of get pious and we kind of start feeling like we can have something to say about somebody else. Don't forget where you came from. Don't, don't forget about your stuff that didn't get exposed. Don't forget about your sins that uh, don't 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 forget where you came from. Don't forget about your stuff that just didn't come out into the light. The light exposed it. You repented and you dealt with yourself. So don't don't get in a place where you seated in righteousness and you become judge and you become juror and you think you got the right to say something about somebody else. Your only commandment, your only wish, your only thing that that you need to be focused on is loving God and loving others and loving yourself so that you can love others correctly. You are not to, this This ain't your moment to spiritually police. Paul says, um, Paul says here, he says, I'm sending you, he's telling him he's sending Tychus. And he said, I sent him to you for this very purpose to let you know how we're doing. He says, peace be with you, dear brothers and sisters, and may God, the father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you love with your faithfulness. And so remember that in this, this season, and I know if the Holy Spirit is giving that to us, he's giving that to us for a reason, because it is so easy to get distracted. Yeah, Rodney, that plank is so easy to get distracted, right? So easy to get distracted and focus on what somebody else has going on instead of sharing love for them, instead of acting in forgiveness. So don't forget where you came. Now, here's my next part of my scripture I want to give with you. This is just 
paving the segue as we go into Philippians. Um, and I want, this is probably, uh, this is going to help some of you um, with your stress, with understanding where you are. Um, and this is 2 Corinthians 5. It says, for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling. Because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, this body, we groan in our burden because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling so that what it what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now, the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing us what is to come. So let me share to you what that means. There is a reason. And I'm just going to tell you this. This is why this is important for you to know in this next season. There is a reason why you are constantly in a position where you are not satisfied by things on this earth. That there is a reason why you are not satisfied by things on this earth. See, we were never designed to be here. We were never designed. We were we were designed to be here, but this is not our home. That's why you got to understand spiritually. That's why you got to understand spiritually. And so your your spirit longs to be home. Your spirit longs to be home. That's why sometimes you find yourself not satisfied by things. That's why sometimes you'll find yourself thinking it's a career change. Sometimes you'll find yourself in a position where you're just very discontent with things in life. And the reason that you're very discontent with things in life is because this is not your home. <laughs> this ain't your home. This, this ain't your home. And so what has happened is we'll try to fill our life with worldly things, anticipating that those worldly things are going to give us a satisfaction, or we'll try to fill our life, come on, Holy Spirit, with people, thinking that people is going to give us a satisfaction. And the only thing that's going to fulfill this longing is kingdom. That's the only thing that's going to fulfill this is more of God. The only thing that's going to fill this, fulfill this is more time with God. The only thing that's going to help you fight the lust of the flesh is more of God. You're not going to be able to fulfill this longing, this desire, this sense of greater sense of purpose with anything this world has to offer. I promise you, you're not because you were never designed this way. You were designed by a father for a special use here on earth. And I know this is strong for someone, some of you, but this is going to help some of you who have tried all kinds of things and came back into the same place of not being satisfied, of not being satisfied. And it seems like you up on a up and you moving and it looks great. And then you come right back to the same thing of not being satisfied. And the reason that you're not satisfied, the reason that you're longing for more is because you've tried to fill things and put things in the place of God. And you don't need more of things. You don't need more of this earth. You don't need more people. You need more of God. You, you need more of God. You need to understand. It says, therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. That's why it says to be absent from the body is to be present for the Lord. For if we live by faith, not by sight, 
we are confident in our saying we prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. That is spiritually, it's like you got a spiritual guide in you that longs to be in heaven. That's why this world was never meant to satisfy you. People were never meant. There's so much power in the scripture. People were never meant to satisfy you. That may, That's why no matter what you do, you're not going to have a complete satisfaction. That's why um, I'm always in relationship coaching and talking to people about their marriages and their relationships. Nobody was ever meant to complete you. So when people start saying, oh, they complete me. God completes you. You should come into a relationship whole and then the two relationships together encourage growth. But nobody was ever meant to your kids. I see uh, so many unhealthy relationships with kids and then parents who are let down later because they put everything into their kids. Oh, my gosh, this is my life. Nobody was meant to be your life. No job was meant to be your life. Nothing, nothing was meant to be your life. This is my life. This is my heartbeat. No, because if that person leaves or something happens or something goes on, then your life ends. And then you don't know. I've been there. You don't know how to get back to norm. So so we make it our goal to please him. This is why our goal needs to be to please him. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, while in the body, whether good or bad, while in the body, whether good or bad, man, that is powerful. Study that, meditate. Yeah, meditate on that this morning. That's the, the reason you're so uncomfortable and you get so uncomfortable with things is because you keep trying to fill yourself with things when you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit and you got to be filled with God. People were not meant to fulfill your needs. They were not meant to take the place of God. Yes, we were meant to be interrelated, interconnected and interdependent. Yes, we're to meet needs in each other, were to minister to each other, but no person or thing was ever meant to take the place of God, ever meant to take our take the place of our heavenly longings, our supernatural. None of those things were ever, 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 ever meant to be in the place. And so when we allow anything else to step into the place of God, when we allow anything else, then what happens is we're not going to be satisfied. Um, stress, anxiety, worry, depression, all of those things filter in. Um, we're in a constant state of trying to replace, refinish. That's how. That's why people constantly jump relationships, right? Because they've not learned the satisfaction that they need from Christ. <laughs> they've not learned the satisfaction they've needed in the word. They've tried to fulfill it with so many different things. And we were not designed, 2 Corinthians 5, go read that, meditate that, 1 on 10. We were not designed to be in this world forever. <laughs> we got to go be with our father. We were designed kingdom. We were designed supernaturally. And so anytime we try to naturally, I want to share this with you. Um, a lot of times if people have a, a friend of mine said something to me, she had to have a stent put in her body. And she says every time she's had tried to have a stent 
or something plastic put in her body, her body just does strange things. And I said to her, I said, the reason your body is, because your body is rejecting. It knows that plastic, that metal, uh, whatever's in your body was never meant to be there. Your body was not designed that way. So your body is rejecting that which is foreign in its body. That's why your body has a hard time with cancer. Man, I want to do a healing school so bad. That's why your body has a hard time with cancer and other things foreign. That's why your body doesn't respond well to nicotine, to caffeine, to overusing, overstimulated amounts because God naturally designed your body a specific way. Same way he designed your spirit a specific way. And when you try to attach to things, yes, Paula, rejection. When you try to attach to things, and fill your life with other things other than what you were spiritually created here to be and understanding who God is to you, then any other time disappointment happens and all these things. So I'm just telling you, I had to prepare. That's just the segue into what we're about to study and get into. That's the segue about what we're about to study and get into understanding the life of Paul so that you can be strengthened in your inner man so you can go and fulfill your kingdom purpose and experience joy, love, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, happiness, all of that stuff. You're going to get in the word. And you're going to get in God. And so when people walk out on you or people switch up on you or people change on you, you can let them go and you can let them be because the word and God has fulfilled you. And then you ain't got to be disappointed because your kids don't speak to you. You can be hurt a little bit, but you'll get over it because you understand the word of God working in you and that you are not. A lot of times when relationships I've seen, I'm not going to say this as always, when relationships have failed, we've allowed those relationships to be God in our life. And then when they fail, when they fail, we're so devastated. That's a tactic of the enemy. That's the tactic of the enemy. That man, that that that's the tactic of the enemy. So look at that. Look at the responsibility of who you are. And, and that will help you understand why you have not been or, or cannot be satisfied by the things of this world. That's why you cannot be satisfied by the things of the world. That's why it won't you won't get content. You won't get content. Well, that is it for today. That's enough for you to chew on. That's enough for you to chew on. Remember, um, think about and sign up, becoming a monthly partner. You can go onto the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. God is doing just some amazing things. Uh, sign up and subscribe to the daily devotionals. Definitely get in on the podcast. Uh, definitely study this. Meditate on this word today. We, we done. God ain't finna keep hyping us up. You think you're getting ready to keep being hyped up? God ain't getting ready to keep doing this hype thing. That ain't what he, he's on no more. He's not going to he's not going to keep doing this hype thing. He's not going to keep doing all these colloquialisms and colloquialisms and these sayings and this. He threw he's we the church. We the church. <laughs> we the church. And he wants the living church to be out spreading the word of God, viable and active. So meditate on Second Corinthians five, one through ten today and ask the Lord, what have I been trying to replace? you with? What have I been trying to replace kingdom with? What have I, how, what does my love walk look like? Because when God is first in your life and it's not about, and I see y'all posting that it's about God being first, 
but it's not so much, it's about, it's not even about place, a place setting. It's about God being God in your life and you being in a relationship with God. It's not even about an order. Nothing can supersede God. It's about God, you being in a relationship with God and you understanding who God is and that we are the church and that the reason we're living the way that we live is because it's kingdom. Well, I love y'all. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Thank you. Go subscribe. Thank y'all for partnering with us, tuning in. We'll be back in the morning. We're going to start talking about the church of Philippi. We're going to start looking at how God is creating the work in you. you go, you're about to get, I know the Holy Ghost is visiting us. I know he's healing us. I'm telling you the testimonies are coming in. Christ has been on this devotional. Christ. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.